And welcome back to the Divorce Solutions Podcast, everyone. I'm Jamie West from divorcecom.ca, along with Tracy Miller from Miller Law and Mediation. Tracy, uh, good to talk to you again. We, uh, we've got a great episode of Divorce Solutions today because we have a special guest with us. Yeah, this is awesome. We have uh, Annette Kachaluba, who's the Director of Child-Centered Divorce Services um, in Kitchener and this area. And, uh, you know, she's, she's got a lot to say. I've done a lot of files with Annette. <clears throat> excuse me, and got them resolved. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it, Annette is uh, Annette is a parenting coordinator, and, uh, and people listening <coughs> to our program who follow the podcast, uh, you know, may have heard that term while they're traveling along in their own uh, journey uh, through separation and, and divorce. Um, Annette, welcome to the program. First of all, you're there in the green room, and now we brought you out on the stage. Uh, uh, <laughs> how are you doing today? Wonderful. And it's a privilege to be here. Thank you so much. Um, let, let's start uh, by simply defining what a parenting coordinator is for people listening. Yeah, that's a great question. So a parenting coordinator is usually a mental health professional, although sometimes lawyers or mediators will uh, be in this role. The idea is that the family will have someone to go to who can coach them, educate them, facilitate conversations for them. And uh, we have a number of goals in our work, which is really to focus on how do we help people um, follow their agreements, but also minimize any parental conflict, help them learn how to solve problems together better, um, and communicate better with one another. Annette, can I get you to, to speak to something? <clears throat> Jeez, this morning. Can I get you to speak to something for clients? Um, what's the difference in your skill set and mine? Because I, I think there definitely is one, and I think people need to understand that, um, and why they should hire a PC as opposed to people saying, well, you know, why can't you do it in terms of having lawyers involved? And you don't give out legal advice. And I think it's something, if people understood why our roles are different, um, I think this process would make a whole lot of sense to them. Yeah, as a mental health professional, my social work background, um, I come to the process with a family mindset. So I'm thinking about what are child development issues? What are um, ways that people can engage in conflict and need support to get out of that? How do people um, have their own uh, issues or um just complex situations that take more than just the law to deal with it. One of the things I find in my work is that many families come to me with issues that are not legal issues. They're parenting yeah, issues. But sure. the way that they have addressed them uh, to develop their parenting plan, let's say, is is through a legal venue. And so their thought is, well, I need to go back to that to find resolution. Uh, but as we know, a lawyer is not necessarily uh, has the child development background to discuss, you know, how do we deal with the particulars of um, some of the day in and day out stuff that parents have to navigate. But Tracy and Annette, that really, what Annette said there really is, is speaks to um, how generally the population uh, views separation and divorce. It's, it's, first of all, it's bathed in fear and uncertainty at, at outset. And the automatic response is, I've got a lawyer up, lawyer, lawyer, yep. lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. <laughs> and that's what's been hammered into our heads for generations and, of course, through TV shows and movies. And that's just simply not the case in, in 2023. And, and in some ways, it's so much more cost effective for people, too. I mean, 
Um, if you want to lawyer up, and we've said this so many times, that when you add my rate onto the other lawyer's rate, the family cost is $800 to $1,000 an hour to argue about or work out or resolve whatever word you want to use any of these issues. If you both retain a PC, you're going to split that cost, right? And you're going to have somebody that comes at it with a different bent than, than lawyers do. Because I'm not a psychologist, and I don't profess to be. I'm not a therapist. So I think watching Annette over the years, yeah, she has a very different tact in terms of how to resolve these issues than I think lawyers do. Um, Annette, I want to ask you about quality control in, in selecting a PC. I mean, how do people land in, in your office or on the phone or Zoom with you, um, there, there's always a quality control issue when it comes to working with professionals. And I, in my practice as a consultant to uh, people going through uh, divorce and separation, I tell them that at the outset, that not all parenting coordinators are created equal. Talk to me, <laughs> talk to me about that if, you, if you're willing. It's, it's absolutely true that experience is everything. And so uh, a shout out to all the families that were willing to work with me when I first started out because they taught me. They taught me all absolutely. of the ways that people get stuck, uh, the things that they become passionate about, and uh, they taught me what helps people be successful. And so someone who has experience, who has a child development background, I think someone who has some mediation training or just some conflict resolution training um, are all really good components to a parenting coordinator because you're going to come up against those issues. We have to look at mental health issues. We have to look at child development issues. Uh, just some basic, how do you problem solve? Uh, and so building a PC toolkit, in my mind, takes uh, the education, but also the experience. Uh, when I came to the work, I had spent time as a play therapist for about 10 years, and those children taught me what it means to live through separation and divorce. And so I made a commitment to them. If I ever get to work with your parents, I'm going to do uh, well by you. I'm going to bring into the room the things you've taught me. Uh, and I think that parents are very compelled to resolve issues when they're thinking about it from their child's perspective. So having that insight has been really helpful. And I think that's an important component. Um, a parenting coordinator who understands what it means to work in the legal system. I spent years working with the Office of the Children's Lawyer. Well, that brings a real richness to my work because I can talk to them about what happens if you get stuck in this process and you can't resolve it. Uh, and it helps people work a little harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, can you also, Annette, maybe you can speak to something because I know I've heard you say, and I frankly, I've stole the phrase from you and I use it with clients, that conflict costs, right? Conflict mm -hmm. costs, the, especially the kids um, in these situations. And the other thing is about communication, right? About how people think they can communicate. But in my experience, man, if they could figure out how to do that in a non-confrontational way, it would make such a difference. And I think you help with that too. Absolutely. So conflict does cost. And I find that parents get stuck because there's a feeling of I need someone to acknowledge or um, I need somehow some justice for the experience oh, for that sure. I've had. And they forget that that's not necessarily going to help them in the go forward. And a lot of my work is hearing the story, but then helping people shift gears uh, to say, how do we move forward? How do we find resolution? And this is so critical uh, in the communication because people get bogged down when they trigger one another. And so um, we actually, as part of my PC work, have developed a service where I can become an email moderator and just help people 
uh, find clarity in their communication by taking out a lot of the emotional baggage and help them develop a go forward approach. That's so that's so important. And that's yeah, that's one of the things that that I do with my clients, too. And, you know, my background is is in journalism and in communication and and I say to, to my clients that what you've just said is so important. Um, and I say to them, look, I, I'm, I'm a communication specialist and I have made those mistakes in my, in my uh, separation and divorce. I have made those errors because we get emotionally charged and sometimes we hit send when we should just hit draft or just delete the, the note we've just written and write something else. So that's a really, really uh, good point. Uh, Annette, um, you've got letters after your name. People are focused a lot on letters. Um, you know, what, what degree, what certificates, uh, uh, people have. Sometimes people get too focused on that and not focused enough on the experience of the professional or their initial interaction with a professional to determine whether that professional is right for them. You're an RSW, MSW. Have I left anything out? And what are those things? Yeah, so I have a master's degree in social work, uh, and I'm a registered social worker. Um, so I think it is important that when you're working with a PC, you look at, do they have a college behind them? And are they somehow, uh, you know, responsible to a regulatory body? Um, I think some of the key pieces, though, in terms of understanding the uniqueness of this work for me has been uh, just some of the specialized training, uh, mm -hmm. parenting coordination training, understanding, you know, alienation issues that come up, training in family law, uh, mediation training. Those are all components that I think you need in place or have something like that in place in yeah. addition to a degree. Uh, I don't know that a master's degree in social work is on its own going to give people a really good understanding of what it means to be caught up uh, in the system and oh, how do you help Lord. people get out of it? <laughs> yeah. Right. right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Tracy, go ahead. No, I was just thinking, I think people um, need to understand. And I think it's a, it's an ongoing process for me that you can sit down with somebody and work through this, right? You can sit down with somebody who you think, uh, you know, is the cause of the separation is horrible, all of that, but you need somebody to manage all of those emotions and have a, have a facilitated conversation about how you're going to move forward. And it's not necessarily easy, right? I don't think mediation or collaborative or any of that, those processes are easy, but it's absolutely possible, right? And it's awesome to watch conversations like that. I've seen Annette do it where you think, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, here we go. This is going to blow sky high. And it doesn't, right? If you do it properly, it doesn't. It's, it's really something to watch. Sorry, go ahead, Annette. I, I was just going to resonate with Tracy on that, that you you have to think about building your professional team when you're when you're dealing with a situation. Uh, and I'm speaking, I guess, to the, those out there who have a divorce situation. You need to build yourself a team that's yeah. good. And you need to think about the professionals you involve because everything rises and falls on leadership. And so when you uh, when I'm working with a family and I have legal counsel that is either undermining the work or or getting so focused on the advocacy that they forget to help yeah. the family move forward. Uh, it's easy for that family to get bogged down. And sometimes I've had to say, you know, I think you need to complete whatever you want to complete with your lawyers and come back when that's resolved to the process. Uh, because it it really is about the approach. It's about having a view to, to go forward um, that I can help people shift. If I can't 
give them that hope or that vision because uh, they're getting bogged down with other advice, then it's very hard for them to get out of And lawyers trenches. can be part of the problem, right? Absolutely. Well, I mean, I'd sure be the first can. one to say it. Lawyers can be part of the problem if you align too much with your client or if you come in with what I call the hired gun mindset that you're going to be positional and um, confrontational about it. Yeah, this work is not for you, right? It just isn't because you're just going to thwart um, or take a client who's afraid and emotional to start with and then just get right directly in the way by being confrontational about it. Just to step back for a second, historically speaking, how long have PCs been around? How long has collaborative law been around, these, these, these concepts? My guess is that historically, if we, look, if we take a historical perspective on them, they're relatively new things in, in the history of settling family matters. Am I right about that or wrong? I'm going to let you speak to that one, Annette. Well, I think the work has been around um, for a while, but I don't know that people have seen it as the way forward Um, because it takes a letting go of this idea um, that you, you want to shift from I'm here to have my day in court and for someone to vindicate me to I need to find a way to move forward. Um, so, you know, been around since the 80s, <laughs> prosperity coordinators. I'm yes. surprised at that. Uh, I, I really am. I'm surprised. Yeah, how long have you been doing far. this? Yeah, yeah, really. Since the 80s, Tracy. <laughs> no, I've, I stopped I, at 30. I hit 30 years and I don't add on after that. You just think, no, no, I'm not adding anything there. <laughs> yeah, no, I began this work in 2007. And, uh, and yeah, it's been it's been such a privilege, really, to walk with these families and to have them teach me about how to move forward, but it is really a mindset shift. And I think we're getting there. Um, if, if there's maybe a benefit of COVID, it's that this court systems got bogged down more and people were willing yeah. to say, we need to think about but, other options. But Annette, yeah. you are becoming a rarity. Am I correct? And in, in, in that there aren't a lot of parenting coordinators around. And one of the reasons is that it's usually the more conflicted families that, that either get sent to you or come to you. I may be wrong about that too, but, a lot of you are getting out of that business because you don't because you don't want the hassle. It's too much stress for you, the professional, to deal with some of these families who, if they are high conflict, they'll complain to your college. They'll, you know, they they make your life hell sometimes, right? It's not for the faint of heart. That's for uh, sure. <laughs> that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of professionals too, Annette, though, um, that just stay away from litigation that will be quite happy to assist you if you're doing collaborative, if you're doing mediation, if you're doing some PC work. But you can make the same decision, I take it, as we do. I'm not doing really contested litigation. I don't want to do it anymore, right? So you can make the same decision, eh? It's my responsibility, I think, to say to families uh, that I'm not going to run an unproductive process. And so if I see patterns where people are really stuck, I say, you know, at this point, I think you need an arbitrator. I think you yeah. need to be able to go to somebody and say, you got to help us make these decisions because we can't. Uh, so I have that responsibility. When I see people spinning their wheels, um, I don't stay in there, uh, partly because I like productivity, but also yeah. because it's not really fair to run a process that's not well suited to them. All right. You know what we're going to do? We're going to um, we're going to get you back again soon. And we're, we're almost out of time for this edition, uh, but we're going to get you back um, 
real soon. And the next time uh, you come in, uh, maybe we'll talk about managing expectations of of, <laughs> of clients. Uh, that's always a challenge for everyone. Uh, if if you're game for that, that sounds amazing. Thank oh, you so much. Okay, uh, Annette uh, Annette Kachaluba is uh, the director of Child Centered Divorce Services uh, with By Peaceful Waters Incorporated. And Annette, how do people get a hold of you if they'd like to to make contact? You can find us at uh, our website, bypeacefulwaters.ca. Uh, and um, certainly, uh, you know, just Google. <laughs> of course, Google. always. Help you, find, help you find a good parenting coordinator. Uh, and there are, you know, if people are in different areas and are thinking, we just need to help you navigate, find us, help us find a good team. Uh, tell them to reach out because I'm happy to share with people, you know, who I know in the business and in the work uh, to help give them some some good direction in the go forward. All right, Tracy, this is the point in uh, the program where uh, we get all uh, legal and uh, we, we have to talk about that. We have to read our disclaimer uh, for our listening audience and no person better on this panel to get legal than a lawyer. So <laughs> over to you. Well, yeah, and this is the first time I've done this. I told you, Jamie, maybe I'm going to shift into your role and start doing broadcasting. So I'll give it a go. Go for it. Uh, hopefully I don't screw it up. So here we go. All right. The Divorce Solutions Podcast is only a discussion of legal, therapeutic, and financial and communication issues that can arise in the context of family separation. This podcast is not intended to give you any advice on your personal situation. Every situation is different. You should consult your own lawyer for legal advice on your particular case. We hope our discussions will make listeners take a close look at the process options available to them. Nothing discussed on the podcast constitutes individual professional advice specific to your personal circumstances. Um, as we stress every show, you need to get your legal advice from your own lawyer, get your accounting advice from an accountant, and therapy from a therapist. Always seek and consult specific advice from a professional of your choosing. It's going to allow you to understand your options and make informed decisions. We hope you can resolve the issues in your situation in a cost-effective, expeditious way that's going to benefit your family, and we hope that the information we have provided in this podcast helps you do that. How'd I do, Jamie? You know what? I think we're going to give you your own show. <laughs> I'm out of law. I'm <laughs> I think you've graduated to broadcasting. Congratulations. You've, you've now officially lowered the bar for yourself. <laughs> well, you know, you got to move forward, right? <laughs> there you go. Tracy, how do people get a hold of you if they'd like to make contact? It's Miller Law and Mediation. You can always Google it. And it's Tracy at Miller-Law.ca if you want to email me. There you go. And uh, I'm Jamie West, and you can uh, contact me through divorcecom.ca. Uh, go and check that out. And uh, we'll do this all again real soon. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Annette, uh, for this. And uh, we'll talk to uh, you guys again down the road. Appreciate Thanks, it. Matt. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>